Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. This is Brian Bishkul reporting for Indigenous Rights Radio. We are here in Dubai and today is the last day of COP28. Today is December 12th. One of the main topics uh, that it's being discussed at COP28 is Article 6. And at the heart of Article 6 is the creation of carbon markets. We have with us Ghazali Ohorela, who has been following the negotiations. Welcome to Indigenous Rights Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm Ghazali Ohorela. I'm from Maluku, from the Alifuru, the indigenous Alifuru people. Um, if you don't know where it is, I don't blame you. It's um, 999 islands um, between Australia and the Philippines, two million indigenous peoples, and we have a, a representative institution, like a rep- traditional council. And yeah, that is, uh, it has an international program or like a international representative, which, which I uh, have been bestowed to, to take that lead. And yeah, so that is actually basically my foundation and everything. <clears throat> so, and yeah, I hope by the way that it is the final day of, of COP. We'll, as, as the negotiations are ongoing, we, we don't know how it, it will end. Um, the, so in terms of Article 6, well, if you go back to the Paris Agreement, obviously. Uh, Paris Agreement, everyone knows, is that it's big accord and um, globally, like how to combat climate change and how to stay below 1.5 degrees Celsius, um, uh, maximum in- increase. Um, so it's one of the things that uh, countries came up with in terms of is, is the international cooperation. So how do we help each other to reduce carbon emissions? Um, so Paris Agreement has several articles, and and now they, after the Paris Agreement, they had to figure out, like, all right, so how are we going to do this? So Article Six is the sixth article of the Paris Agreement, um, which actually is a carbon market. However, they they labeled it as international cooperation to reduce carbon um, carbon emissions. Um, so the best thing to describe how what Article Six is is that imagine you and yourself and uh, so you yourself and 99 of your friends um, have a very um, unhealthy, uh, are living unhealthy, eating a lot of fast food. And you all decide, all right, we all need to become healthy again. Um, so, so you have several ways to do it. And uh, what the Paris Agreement, uh, what Article 6 is, is, about, is designed to do is that to help each other. So you have, um, right now they're negotiating the Article 6.2, 6.4, and 6.8. Um, and 6.2 is it's basically that you and your friends um, yeah, decide to help each other and come up with a plan. Yeah, every, everyone has their own plan. And according to the plan, how can we help each other? So it's... Uh, and it, it comes with plans, it comes with uh, rules, it comes with guidelines, tips, and everything else. Uh, but there also needs to be some kind of incentive, and that is where this carbon market comes in. It's like vouchers, like, like coupon vouchers that you get at, at, the, at the store. So, so 
um, the better you do, the more vouchers you get. Um, so the thing is that countries like, for example, United States, like the high carbon emitters, they need, they want to have more vouchers to be able to compensate for their carbon emissions. Uh, in relation to, uh, for example, Fiji, who um, are living very carbon neutral, uh, so they have like a surplus of, of these vouchers. So it is, uh, and that's where the market mechanism comes in. So like, all right, so US goes to Fiji and says, well, hey, can I have your surplus vouchers? Fiji says yes, and but in re in return for that, I need a uh, a solar uh, plant, for example, solar power, solar power plant. U.S. says yes, all right, and then in 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 exchange for that, they they um, um, they get the credits. Um, so this is like an offsetting um, market mechanism. It's it has been argued that um, it doesn't really yeah uh, reduce carbon emissions like fiscal carbon emissions, but it's like an offsetting scheme. Basically, in the the um, in this this example that I gave, like that like you and ninety nine friends, um, what it could do is like some people could just like not reduce their uh, their fast food intake, for example, uh, but yeah, just profit on or, or ask someone else to, to to compensate for their for their fast food intake. Um, so there's also um, uh, one element of this carbon markets is that well, who is going to be the oversight? Who is going to be the to to provide this this these because um, monitor is going to monitor this lifestyle and everything else? Uh, so that's where six point four comes in. This is uh, the supervisory body, and what they're going to what they're doing is to um, yeah, is to ensure that. Um, Everything placed by the same rules. With that, like UNFCCC is is a club of states, like the UN, and everyone has to agree to the rules. So that's why they're, what they're negotiating over here. Because um, if you don't, and I, I think that I'll, uh, I think that is the core, the, probably the question, because it's a long-winded way of answering it. Um, the thing is, it is a market mechanism. If you don't have like clear regulations, clear rules. People can do whatever they want. Var the the carbon marks is already exists. There's, there's people already, our countries and parties are already, um, yeah, dealing in carbon emissions, carbon credits. Um, but it's like patchwork right now. Um, there's no minimum standard, and that's what this par uh, Paris Agreement is supposed to be doing. Is like create this minimum standard so that all these carbon markets can can align with it, and I set that as a as a basis, and then hopefully. Do like a run to the to the top, high integrity carbon credits, instead of like run to the bottom, where you create like a, a wild west. Actually, that that's so that's why why Article Six is, is is super important that Indian peoples are engaging in that process, and that's been I've been doing for the last well last couple of years actually um, for the Indian peoples caucus. Thank you so much. The majority of carbon credits are nature based such as forest protection and restoration. Give us some examples of how carbon markets have created a problem for indigenous peoples. Oh yeah, this, and this, this is a classic example of how um, the UN works. It's like, it's, so carbon markets is actually nothing different than what we've seen before Paris. You had the Clean Development Mechanism and the Kyoto Protocol. 
the problem was was that these this offsetting um, frameworks that they that they've been using, it's for example in the um, the example example that I gave like US like ask Fiji for for uh, for this uh, for the surplus credits and Fiji says well we need a, a solar power plant nine out of the ten, ten times that um, that power plant or whatever is going to take place or being built on the lands territories and resources of Indigenous peoples that is a problem so like it's it just under the guise of sustainable development under the cloak of sustainable development um, these people are being like uh, moved away from their lands or uh, yeah moved away from the lands and without any compensation without free power from consent and the and that is what been already been happening under the clean development mechanisms that we just like carbon markets uh, before the Paris agreement um, so the so there are a lot of examples out there like I, nine out of the ten projects under the clean development mechanism were actually uh, yeah on the land towards research many peoples and with bad outcome for indigenous peoples there was no human rights little to no human rights protection and there was definitely no grievance mechanism so um, having learned from the past um, it is super important that whilst we're now still kind of like in the final designing phase of this this um, this carbon markets under article 6 it is very important that we uh, we make sure that, that there is human rights protection rights we need to protection and there's a grievance mechanism um, just to give an example um, let's say you have a glass of water you have a glass of water and that little glass of water uh, includes all the projects uh, that are that have been done under the clean development mechanism now imagine your bathtub fill that up with water um, that is the that is going to be amount of projects that are going to be done under article 6 within the next couple of years versus the glass of water the CDM for the last since the Kyoto Protocol just to give you an idea of the exponential growth of projects and activities under this framework so it is going to be super important about this this exact this cover market to be very well regulated um, that is uh, that we learn from the mistakes and the clean development mechanism that we look at the voluntary carbon markets that are out there that are uh, yeah doing a good job but also a lot of things a lot of them are doing a bad job and yeah making sure that then that they're not going to create more problems for these peoples because it's not just lands, territories, and resources. It's human rights violations. It's Indigenous people getting killed, uh, uh, detained, all those things. And also, the it will be a domino effect. So if there's an, if there are no strong rules for human on human rights in this carbon market, um, then it create a domino effect, which will also include like more human rights violations for Indigenous peoples on the ground. And that's what we want to prevent. Thank you for making that connection for us between the issue of carbon markets and how the carbon offsetting market is working and the rights of indigenous peoples. So then another important question we need to ask also is, are carbon credits a true solution to allow for the flow of finance to regions that need it most? Because that, that was basically the reason why it mm -hmm. was created. And are non-market approaches 
considered in Article 6.8 a path that may allow for more effective solutions that respect human rights? The short answer, absolutely, absolutely. Because the, the thing is, um, Article 6 is built around carbon markets. But if you look at the objective of Article 6, it's about international cooperation. So if you focus on that, so you have, on the one hand, you have a market approach, and you have, on the other hand, you have a non-market approach. Um, the market approach, like with all the incentives and everything else, like it's, it's, um, it's, there's a lot of interest by parties, private sector in it. But if you look at the true intent of international cooperation and the, uh, the best platform for indigenous peoples to showcase what it is that uh, needs to be done in terms of international cooperation to reduce carbon emissions, um, but also in that example that I gave of like 99 friends, you and 99 friends had become healthy, it is the equivalent of you and your 99 friends uh, as a as a collective deciding we need a better lifestyle we need to live better so this is how we can help each other in the purest form um, in terms of helping each other solidarity becomes a principle instead of market mechanism uh, um, reciprocity becomes a principle in, instead of offsetting you know so like 6.8 is the it can be the platform if we design it the right way and there's there's appetite for among states um to do it that way but it's for indigenous peoples um a very good opportunity is like to say like all right this is how we're doing it in the amazon this is how we do it in the arctic you know and and then provide these non-market approaches and then the thing that we can do is because that's that's the beauty of it they the states do not have a definition for non-market approach. So that's good when these people come, can come in. They're like, so well, and here, this is what we understand with it. And we don't use non-market approach. It just, it's lifestyle change. That's what it is. And so now what we've been able to kind of like uh, show here in Dubai is that states for 10 years, they have been working on like, what is this one definition? But now these peoples came in and said, well, and now they have like two potential definitions. One is like in a market approach without money. And the other one is like this lifestyle change that these peoples uh, have been uh, advocating for that doesn't cost any money. You only you just live in harmony with the planet. Like it's not rocket science. Absolutely not rocket science. We just have to make sure that, 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 that the parties are, are aware of it. So the, uh, I think... And that as a well, sorry, not I think we think as a caucus that 6.8 might be also a very good platform to bring in, for example, and you mentioned earlier, like just transition, uh, um, uh, agriculture, fisheries, and all these other things that that the and these people have been doing sustainably, bring it into that platform called 6.8 as a showcase, like how you can do it. And you know, and then how states can learn from these peoples to, um, yeah, to help each other reduce the carbon emissions and do this different lifestyle. Thank you. Um, and yes, I, I, I think that that's, that's an incredible opportunity for indigenous peoples to showcase what we've been doing for thousands of years. And so, but we know that the carbon market is already there. Mm. It's already in full force. Absolutely. So, 
What regulations must be put in place on carbon markets to ensure the rights of indigenous peoples are upheld? Right. So um, I'll, I'll highlight three things because uh, otherwise, like it's it's um, I could talk forever and a day about about, about this. Um, like I said before, like human rights and the rights of the peoples is, is super important to make sure that there, there um, yeah, there are safeguards, making sure that. Um, that when they do these projects about uh, creating a solar power plant or a hydroelectric dam, all that stuff, that there is free platform consent for these people. There's participation of these peoples when they start to think, even think about drawing up the plans for this activity. They have to engage in these people's concerns and also maintain uh, consultation with these people's concerns uh, when throughout the whole thing. That is what FBEC is, is that these peoples can give uh, consent, but they also can withdraw it. Um, so to ensure that um, yeah, the right to, that this carbon market is going to uphold uh, safeguards, like we, we are building in those, those yeah th those critical elements. Um, so that's participation is in the one that, on the front end, the consultation and everything else, and then throughout the project. But you also need to have something on the back end. Also, if something is taking place, but it goes wrong, or uh, then, then there needs to be some kind of appeals and grievance mechanism. So we're, we're, we're doing that in terms of the process. Now, um, in terms of carbon, uh, reducing carbon emissions, there's also something on, on the horizon, which is removals uh, using carbon technologies, which um, it's better known as geoengineering. Um, the vast majority of Indigenous peoples are against geoengineering because if one once for once, like it's 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 trying to sit on a, the chair of the creator. Um, and the other hand is is like um, like technologies that haven't been proven to, um, proven yet and mostly are go against the rights of Indigenous peoples. So when they start to define what is called removals, before they start implementing them, these technologies, they need to make sure that when they, uh, when they define these things and they implement these things, that it respects the rights of these peoples and they keep, that when they do these technologies or do these storage, carbon storage is what they call it, or carbon capture uh, methods, that they do protect the rights of these peoples on the on on front end. So yeah, so that is, uh, um, so those are the a few of the, the major things that we're here to ensure um, at the company age. Thank you. And as of our conversation now, the final text right. on Article 6 mm -hmm. is not agreed on yet. No. So could you just tell us what the negotiations look like? On, as a final note for our conversation and what is your hope? Right, uh, yeah, I think that's a very good distinction. What, what is my hope and what, I, what do I expect? Uh, all right, let, let, let's, let, let's start on the high note, right? Let, what's my hope? Um, my hope is is that uh, taking into account the negotiations, right? It's a, it's a country different process, uh, but they, they've done an, um, spent over a year negotiating everything and like at the um, they, yeah, try to peak over here at COP. Um, but parties are very far from each other when it comes to the, when it comes to this, uh, to the, the rules and the negotiations. So at this point, it's better to say like, okay, guys, 
we tried, we're not getting there. Um, let's try to um, let's let's try for another year. So let's punt it. Um, let's park it, negotiate for another year, and then see where we are at um, at, at COP. Because it's no deal is better than a bad deal. That that that's very important to to keep in mind for this one, particularly when it has some major implications on Indian people's land, territories, resources, livelihoods, etc. That's the hope. The expectation is, and that's what I'm super afraid of. These negotiations for the last two days have been behind closed doors. And these people's observers were not allowed in. Uh, they were informal, informal, quote unquote. Um, but it is, uh, that, that should be transparent, especially in the last couple of days, especially when they're so far apart. So um, what my expectation is, is that they want to deliver. Because they've already been delayed for one year, they want to deliver. So they are going to make some big, bold choices. And I am super afraid that that will be on a detriment of indigenous peoples and people of the, the global south as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Anytime. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.